0: Welcome to the Book of Wellbeing podcast, a place to help you to understand, manage and improve your mental health and well-being, where you will find the knowledge, guidance and tools you need to improve your life and where you can build your own well-being toolkit to take with you whenever you need it. Today we're focusing on thoughts because our thoughts underpin how we feel and how we behave and we need to put some work into them if we want things to get better. They're our beliefs, ideas and opinions about ourselves, the people around us and the world around us and they're shaped by our individual life experiences and are different for every one of us. We have thousands of thoughts every single day A lot of them are negative and nearly all of them are repetitive, like a stuck record replaying from the day before and the day before that. For a lot of us, a good proportion of our thoughts are based on worry. But most of what we worry about never really actually happens. Often we're not conscious of our thoughts and we get lost in them, like being on autopilot. So we need to become more awake and alert to them, because if we become more awake and alert, We can change and manage them. We have different types of thoughts. Some are helpful and positive, like reminding us of things that we have to do or being grateful of things that we have in our lives. But we also have untrue thoughts, negative thoughts. And when we have these thoughts and we continue to feed them, allowing them to continue, we cause ourselves suffering and the suffering continues. So we have to start to notice the thoughts, and notice that they have no evidence, they're just a thought. We've observed them, we're aware that they're there, and we have the ability to let them go. Our thoughts aren't facts, but we think they are. We treat them as though they're facts. If we think about trying something new, our thoughts can put us off telling us we're not good enough, we'll embarrass ourselves, and we won't succeed. We treat these thoughts as gospel when actually they're just a made-up story. Instead of doubting our abilities and ourselves, we need to start doubting our doubts and these negative thoughts. A professor called Steve Peters wrote a brilliant book called The Chimp Paradox. For any readers listening, I recommend reading it. He then created a simplified version for kids, which my daughter's got, and he explains this. In our heads, there's two of us ourselves and our chimp and in relation to thoughts when it's ourselves thinking we're logical rational not particularly worried and feeling relatively content when our chimp takes over the thinking we can become worried overwhelmed critical and irrational now i'm not advertising for steve but i like this metaphor of being able to differentiate from ourselves and our chimp or you could call it the devil on your shoulder if you like If we learn to differentiate the two, then we stop identifying ourselves with the chimp thoughts. They are not us. We are not them. We can separate from them and we can learn to manage the negative thoughts a little better. When we look in mirrors, we're looking for our flaws, telling ourselves that we are what we see. We are what our thoughts tell us. We're underweight. We're overweight. We don't like this part about ourselves. And this is where the lines become blurred between our thoughts being fact or opinion. Because in those moments, when we're being critical about the way we look, we're treating our thoughts as though they're facts, concrete evidence, when actually they're not, they're just opinions, but we're telling ourselves that they're a fact and then it impacts on the way we feel and how we think about ourselves. Our thoughts then lead us to behave in certain ways which isn't always helpful. Another example is a really common thing. When we experience a physical symptom of some kind, we use the internet to try and find out what's going on. And then as a result, we diagnose ourselves with what the internet's told us. And this can create a lot of unnecessary anxiety because we've trusted in a source that could have come from anywhere on the internet to tell us what's wrong. So then what's happened here is our thoughts have caused us to react in a specific way because we want to know the answer. And hey, if you do Google symptoms and you don't experience worry or anxiety as a result, then crack on. But if you do, and if it does cause you to worry and to overthink then maybe you need to change that behaviour too. And that's just an example. But the point here is what we're doing after the thought process, our behaviour. And that's something that we do have a lot of control over if we work at it. So let's summarise in a snapshot the key points from today. Thoughts are repetitive habit. If we become aware of them, we can manage them. Thoughts are not, I repeat, not facts. Doubt your doubts. Chimp versus you. Separate you from your thoughts. Don't use Google instead of your doctor. No, really. Think about what happens after a particular thoughts. What do you do next? And what might you need to stop doing? For today's toolkit, I have two tools to introduce you to. Um, the first one is called Factor Opinion. This is a brilliant skill to have under your belt. I've been using it for years and it really helps when we're having lots of thoughts that are quite negative or challenging. And we need to think about whether they are a factor or an opinion. And there's a really helpful video on YouTube. If you search, Factor opinion, get self-help. It's a really quick video that explains this one in more detail. Second tool for today is called look for the rainbow. So when we notice that we're having lots of negative thoughts or we're in challenging times at the minute and we're struggling to see any colour, we need to think about finding something positive amongst all the dark thoughts and to help you to remember this one if we think about when it rains the sky can feel quite dark and miserable much as our thoughts when they're quite negative rainbow comes out and brightens up the sky so we need to do the same for our thoughts when we're having a rainy day we need to think about some colour and think about what brightens our mood or changes the direction of our thoughts in maybe more of a positive way. That brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you found some of it helpful. In the next episode we'll be focusing on anxiety. Don't forget to follow my Instagram or Facebook page at The Book of Wellbeing. Thanks for listening.